Hello there, my friends. Wow, it has been a month since you and I last chatted, and I really appreciate all of the support and love that I've gotten in this past month where I've just been dealing with all the medical things, right? And dealing with progression and really bad new subluxations and dislocations and all the EDS things. So that has really been where my focus has been and I I really preach that we can't do it all and do it well and I want to make sure that I'm living by that as well and I knew that I could not steward this space as well as I would like to if I really couldn't be present and now I'm able to be so I'm so happy to be back and there are so many good things ahead but I think it's really worth noting that we're halfway through 2021. I mean, like, round of applause because this life is hard. And sometimes I don't think we acknowledge just how far we've all come. As you know, I love to celebrate every tiny victory. I log religiously one victory a day so that even in seasons where I haven't accomplished the things that I thought I wanted to or that I had hoped for, I'm able to still say, okay, but 90 good things still happened. 90 victories were still had. And that has been really, really refreshing. But maybe we're in, we're moving into the second half of the year and you just aren't feeling it. Maybe the goals that you set back in January don't fit your life right now. Maybe you've completed them and you want to do new things. Maybe you haven't touched those things and you're questioning if you should just wait until 2022. Well, today I want to talk about the process that I go through when I am refreshing my goals and how I prepare my heart. And I call it Root Rest Refresh Repeat. And this is a system that I've been using this year that I kind of created and I want to talk about that today because I will be really honest, I'm coming here today. Uh, you may hear a little bit of background noise and that's because my pump is running. I try not to run my pump when I'm recording because it just makes this little teeny tiny sound in the background. I've covered my pump in blankets and pillows with hopes of muffling the sound, but I knew that I needed to be hooked up right now. And that's the honest truth. And that's okay that I'm right now just doing more infusions. And I iced my jaw before we started because I have been dealing with severe jaw subluxations and shoulder dislocations and all these different things as I've been away. And I haven't been able to write at all with my right hand. So guess what? My power sheets aren't even filled out for July. Everything's in notes pages, but I haven't been able to write. I haven't been able to do the things that normally I do. And I've had to look at my goals differently. Even after I did this refresh and I had one of the worst series of shoulder dislocations I think I've ever had. And I still now haven't been able to write. And we're into July already and the goals and the refresh that I set if things go the way they're going I don't know how to adjust that perfectly to what I wanted so that's why today I want to talk about 
you know, being refreshed and rooted and resting so that we truly can repeat that cycle. And it doesn't have to be every 90 days. Apparently for me, it's 10 days. So whether your goals were set 10 days ago, like mine, and you're already having to change the plan, or you are just refreshing and refocusing for a new season, this is for you. We're going to take a step back. I'm going to take a step back and reevaluate, and I'm going to do that here with you today. So as always, let's just dive right in. Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. So as y'all know, I love a good garden metaphor, and that was kind of how this whole process came about. So I was thinking about growing things from seeds and this really was something I was thinking about during the last refresh um, in the spring as we were heading into quarter two. You know, one of the first lessons that I learned in the garden was that you can only transplant or repot a plant so many times, like within a short time frame before the plant starts to struggle. So like, for example, I started planting seeds in starter pods in the arrow garden and that allowed it to sprout and form roots then once it's ready i move the sprout from a pod to a pot so that it can expand and establish strong roots but if i decide to replant it again without giving those roots time to develop and rest in where it's been planted I will slow down that sprout's growth and I might even kill the plant. Yet, when that plant is rooted and strong, I can refresh it and transplant it without worrying about harming it. So if the plant is thriving, I might refresh it by moving it to a larger pot so it can continue to grow. On the other hand, if the plant is dying or stagnant in growth, I need to reevaluate why it's struggling. And our goals grow much like plants do. And as I was starting to work on my refresh back in the spring, those words root, rest, refresh kept coming into the forefront of my mind. But I want you to know that when I say rest, it doesn't automatically equal ignoring or forgetting. Rest can also make room for settling and stillness and intention. And that's really where this thought process kind of came from. So if you've been here for any length of time, you know that I am an avid PowerSheets user. So in my context of goal setting, that's the tool that I'm using. So when I think of being rooted, I think back to when I started working on my PowerSheets and I went through the prep work and I became really rooted. And then I rested in those goals I was very intentional and giving myself time to see how those goals would grow. And then it's time to refresh. So once your goals have been rooted and you've let them settle, you've seen how they're doing, you reevaluate and make changes. So that's the thought process behind 
this goal-setting system of root, rest, refresh, repeat. When we've done this, so as I said, you start with your power sheets, right? You start in the beginning with the prep work and you're rooting yourself. Then you intentionally rest and then you refresh and the cycle obviously repeats. So if you are in a 90-day refresh and you know, you've already been working on your goals and it's time to switch things up and reevaluate the cycle, that's why it is refresh, repeat, because you're going to go from refresh, root, to rest. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to take it from we've already, you know, done our prep work, we've started, we're now into the year, we're in a new season, and we're going to go refresh, root, rest. That's how we're going to just go through this system for today. So when I say refresh your goals, that's to really reevaluate them. So if there are goals that aren't working for you, we're going to determine if we need to replant them or start fresh with a new seed. So when it comes to like transplanting a plant, right, let's say that you got your plant all situated and set and it's just not growing well and the soil isn't draining right and all these other things, sometimes we repot a plant. We kind of start the whole process over. We expose the roots, we clean everything up, we get it in new soil and a new environment and we just see how it does. And then there are some plants that you just are like, this plant, I just can't seem to get it to grow. And you've maybe done all the right things, but the plant just isn't doing well. Or you forgot about that plant and it's struggling a bit. Whatever the reason is, you know, you can look at it and say, all right, so do I want to replant this goal? Do I want to just reinvent the way I do it and put it in a pot and see how it grows? Or does that plant just need to go? Do you need to just get a new plant or plant a new seed? That is what the refresh is all about. And I think for many people, Whenever we refresh our goals, we get kind of a mixed feeling. It's exciting to see the goals that we've completed and how far we've come on different endeavors, but at the same time, it can be hard to see what hasn't been growing well or hasn't grown at all, maybe. But that's where grace comes in. When we're talking about root, rest, refresh, Part of the refresh section from this method is going back to that initial prep work that you did. I love to start by going back specifically in the 2021 set to page 17, which is the big picture. And when I go to this page, it makes me think of the verse that says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that's in 1 Samuel 16, 7. Especially the part where it says, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So if you're feeling a bit disconnected from your goals, or maybe you want to completely start new goals, this page is what's going to help you figure that out. 
So before you jump into your refresh, I encourage you to reflect on the things that will and won't matter to you in the long haul and what you want your legacy to be. And then put your goal ideas that you have and the progress you've made or the lack of progress that's been made up against this page because it will give you clarity to determine your goals for the quarter ahead. Because your goals create rhythms in which you live your life. And then those intentional rhythms help you determine how to spend your days. And those days that you live out your goals make up your legacy. So we can't make what matters happen in our life if we lose sight of what matters. For example, uh, one of the things that I had on there was what will matter to me in the long run. And my, those things are my relationship with the Lord, how I love my people, doing my best and letting God do the rest. Some of the things that won't matter in the long run, Instagram followers, how many checkboxes I've checked off, how much stuff we have, how organized our house was, all those kind of things. And then in my prompt section where it says, who do you want to be? I had written a joy-filled cultivator who worships in brokenness and celebrates every tiny victory. So it's just nice to go back to this page so that I can look at what I was rooted in. Another page that I really like to look at when I'm doing my refresh is the what fires me up page. Because when we don't make time for the things that fire us up and encourage us and refresh our souls, we're going to risk burnout. So every refresh that I do, I try to almost make sure one of my goals incorporates something that fires me up so that I can intentionally plan ahead to do those things. And there are so many other great pages. Um, I also love going back to my yes and no list for the year. That is just so so helpful to help me compare my goals and really determine what I'm looking for and where I was when I started, where did those roots form in as I'm refreshing. One of the ways that we do this is in the first part of every refresh, which is the cultivated life evaluation check-in. It's where you look at the eight different areas in your life and you actually rate and grade yourself on how you're doing. This page can be really hard sometimes. I know for me this past quarter did hold a lot of good, but it also held a lot of hard, heavy situations, and I didn't accomplish many of the things I had hoped to, and I don't even want to discuss how off the timing was. But all that being said, the overarching goal that God has imprinted on my heart for this season is to steward all that he gives me thoughtfully, intentionally, and joyfully, no matter how big or small the opportunities that he has given me and entrusted me with are. I think the most important thing for you to remember as you go into this cultivated life evaluation is that as you start this page and you work through the rest of the refresh, if you aren't completely honest with yourself, you're not going to be able to be honest in your goals. And if we can't be honest with the goals that we're setting, we're not only going to be less likely to complete them, but we'll miss out on what God can do with us and probably set some unrealistic goals. So we need to get vulnerable and honest with ourselves because no one has to see this page except you. My numbers this month were not nearly 
as high as the last. I would actually say it's probably the lowest that it's been, but that's okay because now I know where my focus should be. And then what I like to do is I like to star three areas that I've determined need the most work that I want to focus on in the quarter ahead because we can't do it all and do it well. And if we aren't being ruthless in keeping ourselves in check and we spread ourselves too thin, we won't truly be able to give our best to our goals. And then nothing will really change other than our exhaustion. So I actually start four because I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go, but I just did that as a starting point. Something that I love that Cultivate added to their power sheets this year was the second page after the life evaluation, they changed the prompts up. It's not the same every quarter. I thought it was funny because I hadn't even gone into this prep work. I literally hadn't opened this refresh yet. And I was just going back through my prep work as I was saying, that's one of the ways that I refresh is by going back and looking at where I started and planted myself at the beginning of the year. And I was really focused on the what fires me up page. And then this in the prep work, the question is all about what fires you up. So I thought that was just really, really neat. And I loved the question they added about how will you add more fun to your goals. And I didn't really have a lot of things to add to that list um, because I've actually made that a huge focus of mine this year. But what I've been doing is throwing confetti often. After I record a podcast episode, I like to just relax and hang out. And I love to watch concerts while I work. And if you are looking for more ideas of how to add more fun into your goals and celebrate intentionally, check out season two, episode 15, where the PSP gals and I really dive into this whole topic. So I'll leave that there. But then the prompt following was, what's firing me up right now? So Lauren had let me know that she was really focusing on the right now aspect of that question. And I really loved that. So that is what I did. And the things right now that are firing me up is fighting to see the good and celebrating with confetti even when I don't feel like it. Believing that he made me with this, this meaning my illness, in mind so I won't miss out on what he made me for. Worshipping and studying in the sunshine, watching the garden grow and cheering my people on. Now the next page is probably the one page that out of all the new things they added to the 2021 set is I love this page of keep moving forward. It asks you four different questions that help you really, really dig into where you're struggling. The questions are what goal do you feel stuck on? What is holding you back from moving forward? What would have to change for you to move forward on this goal? And what might happen if you did move forward? And what might happen if you didn't? So the last time I did this, I made the questions, I answered all those questions very general to all the goals, but this time I got super specific and I only worked on the one goal that I was the most stuck on. And I'm so glad that I did. And I just want to remind you, like, don't be afraid to dive deep. And remember, like, if you can't be honest with yourself, you won't be able to be honest with your expectations and your plan to complete your goals. So that was what I did. I just got really honest. I talked about the fact that I don't feel like I'm stewarding my platform well. I want to use what he's given me well and not 
waste any of it or be lazy in any of it and that's a really hard thing to determine when you're chronically ill because you really can't tell a lot of the times well was it just me procrastinating and being lazy or could I literally not do something so that is a really fine line to balance that I have to dig into and really look at so that was on my mind as I was doing this but that's part of that reevaluate and more than most when you have a chronic illness and you're setting goals you constantly have to be reevaluating you are constantly changing things up you're living in uncertainty so those were the things that I was thinking about as I moved into determining what my goals would be for the rest of the year. Then we get to the refreshed goals and the action pages. So this is the part of rooting. So we did the refresh, now we're in the root. And we want to let them take root. We want to do the hard work. We want to make a plan and we want to soak up all the goodness and rays of sunshine along the way, but we also need to remember that the struggle to be consistent is going to produce really strong roots. And that's what these action item like pages are for. It's that you can break down that goal and say, okay, how am I going to effectively do this well in the quarter ahead? How am I going to grow strong roots in these goals and that's where you really refresh and so for this page I had seven goals and some of them weigh into different areas but it was mainly to build and batch my content to structure my focus days and live them out to speak truth and share it wisely to do the hard work to make his voice the loudest Sabbath in peace and assurance and fight to celebrate the good that brings us to where we are now. We're kind of getting to that middle part of the rooting phase because we're 10 days into the quarter. Now a large part of this rooting phase is working to stick to and implement the action plans that you've made. And remember that the struggle to be consistent will produce and establish strong roots. Then in the first 15 to 30 days, I ask myself a series of questions to help me evaluate and note the progress that's been made. I typically like to ask these questions around that 15-day mark and definitely do at the 30-day mark. Here are some examples. What is working and what isn't working? Am I not making progress because I'm not making this goal a priority or because I tried to do it all and didn't make room for grace in my timeline? Are there any goals that seemed right for this season but aren't showing themselves to be? Have I completed most goals? And if so, should I push myself to do more? Am I frustrated with a goal because I'm being impatient and don't want to do the necessary slow, hard work to establish good roots? Or am I frustrated because I need to speed up the timeline? These questions help us evaluate our progress and depend on us giving ourselves grace in our goals, being truly honest with our progress and choosing discernment, especially for the goals that we impatiently want to see results in right now, rather than staying focused, knowing that good things grow over time. 
By answering these questions during the first 15 to 30 days of the quarter, you'll most likely complete that rooting phase and move into resting. In the resting phase, we need to give our goals time to grow because just because a plant is rooted doesn't mean it's ready to bloom tomorrow. It still has a lot of growing to do. Ultimately, what I'm saying is don't constantly repot your goals. Give them time to grow, even if they're growing frustratingly slow. For example, I have a plant right now that is making me so mad. And it's just not growing the way that I want it to. After about a month of letting it establish roots, something my mom keeps encouraging me when I bring up this plant is to give it time. She reminded me that I repotted this plant last month. I need to not give in to the temptation. I need to be patient and give it time. It should have established some roots, but it's going to take time to get where I want it to be. Just because the roots are there doesn't mean the goal is going to be met tomorrow. And that's really what we need to do with our goals, but this is where discernment is really important because we shouldn't be looking to repot that goal again. And just as a reminder, repotting is something that you do for a plant for one of two reasons, typically. The plant is thriving and needs a bigger pot, or the plant is failing to thrive and needs intervention in a whole new environment. With our goals, this looks like completing a goal and taking it to the next level, or simply celebrating the achievement. On the other hand, it looks like taking a goal that isn't working for us that we need to either drop or refresh entirely because we've already done everything we could to try to make it work. That's what we do in the refreshing phase. So to recap, we started by talking about refreshing and repotting our goals. Then we talked about allowing those goals to establish roots, which is done in the first 15 to 30 days after refreshing. And then we transition into the resting phase. Now, in the resting phase, it's all about discernment, grace, and intentional reassessment. So remember that plant that I told you about that's driving me crazy that I repotted a month ago? This plant has been through this process partway, just like me and you. It was refreshed from where it was dying and being repotted. Then this past month, it had a good opportunity to grow and establish roots. And in those 30 days, I was consistent in making sure that it got the right amount of light and water that was recommended for that plant. Are you still with me? Now it's resting and growing. And it's just frustrating because it's not growing exactly how I want it to. But if I repot this poor plant again without trying to do what I can to help it grow in the pot it's currently in, the plant might die or it might seriously stunt its ability to grow and thrive. So if I shouldn't repot it and it seems to have established roots but it still isn't growing how it should be, what do you do? Well, you start by reassessing and changing one thing at a time. Like plants, goals teach us a lot by trial and error. Maybe I will start by giving it more or less light or changing how I water it and through trial or error and lots of time, I typically figure out what it needs. But I also want to acknowledge that there's always a chance that I will exhaust all my options and find that 
the plant is just not going to work for me or be a part of my garden. So like plants, when we are in the resting phase with our goals, we want to focus on tailoring them to our lives rather than just transplanting them or repotting them. And note that when I say rest, I don't mean forgetting or ignoring or procrastinating. When I talk about rest here, it's about making room for stillness, settling, and intention. The stillness is found in freeing yourself from the hustle and trusting and knowing that it takes hard work in trusting the Lord. Whereas the hustle culture pushes us to think it's all on us when we're not alone. When we're working hard and leaning on Jesus, we find balance and stillness and are able to follow the action plan he led us to create with discernment and grace. Settling in this period of rest is all about trusting that action plan for your goals. If we don't give it time to grow, we won't be able to accurately see if your action plan is going to bear fruit. Then after you've settled in, you can determine what adjustments you wanna make. Last but not least, intention. Intention is the endurance our goals need to get to the finish line. Living intentionally allows us to use those action items and make the most of our time so we can make what matters most happen. And this brings me to where I am currently. Now normally I don't start thinking about transitioning out of the rooting phase and moving to the resting phase until at least day 15. And honestly I don't really make a lot of changes until I get closer to 30. But that's okay because it's not about the numbers or following this method perfectly. It's about using discernment and choosing grace. With where my body's at currently, I'm pretty frustrated because I don't have a lot that I can do right now, but especially frustrating in the sense of I just refreshed all my goals and I'm energized and I want to get them properly rooted and now I can't, at least not in the way that I'd hoped to. So I have to start and have already started reassessing not just my goals, but more so the action plans and my expectations for the first 30 days. And I've needed to get creative and say, okay, the timeline I set needs to change because I can't do XYZ, that's out of my control. But with all those things, how can I still make progress even if it's not in the way that I thought I would? And I think it's really important for me to throw the reminder out there that all the things you put into your refresh aren't meant to be accomplished in your first 30 days. It is a refresh for the quarter, which is 90 days. And somehow we get tricked into thinking we have to do all of those things within the first month, but that's just not true. So we need to pace ourselves. We can't overhaul our whole life at once if we want long-term growth and not just short-term success. So rather than just jumping to an extreme, I challenge you to do what I'm encouraging myself to do, which is focus on the fact that we have 90 days to work on these goals. And while I look at what I had intentionally planned, I'm reminding myself of five things. The first is that I need to give myself and my goals grace by letting the guilt go, bringing my disappointment straight to Jesus and to ask him how to guide me and adjust my goals to this month. And I might even seek some wise counsel as well. The second is to not be afraid to get creative. Aim to adjust your goals without anxiously repotting them. Let's just change up the environment 
little by little. Maybe slow down the timeline or change the way physically you get to that end goal. For example, if you can't write in your Bible, read on your Bible app and type in the notes there. The third is that everything doesn't have to go exactly the way you planned for it to be fruitful. There's more than one way to accomplish a goal. And I know we all wish it would be the way that we intended and hoped for, but there are still ways to get where we want to go, even if it wasn't the original route we preferred to take. Number four, just because you can do all things through Christ doesn't mean that you have to do all the things. And five, you can still celebrate your progress even if the progress doesn't look like what you thought it would. So if you're in a season right now like I am and you're 10 days into the quarter and none of your plans are going the way you thought and you already feel behind, use discernment to know if you need to pause or postpone one of those goals. It's also okay if you find that you're not going to just pause a goal, but you're going to entirely stop it. That's where we need to use discernment to know where we're supposed to go with that goal. And no matter what you decide to do, this isn't easy and I know that you know that. And if you were sitting here with me, I would grab your hands and let you know that you can set goals while you live in uncertainty. It just requires an extra level of intention to cheer yourself on. There is more than one way to reach a goal. You know, one of my favorite verses that I always think about when it comes to goal setting is Proverbs 16:9, which says, We can make plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Only God knows exactly what the plan will look like, which is why we need to gain our wisdom and discernment from the only one who knows exactly what we need to do to get to where he's called us to be. So don't forget that. And if you don't have a set of Power Sheets friends, they are actually 25% off in the shop. And the link will be in the show notes here, or you can head to livingthechronicillnesslife.com goals and get the six month set and try them out. They have been influential for me for the past four years, going on five. And through the Grace and Goals platform that I've created and that I share, it's basically a guide to using your power sheets in seasons of uncertainty and how to adapt them to living the chronic illness life and truly setting yourself up to succeed by intentionally adding grace to your goals before you even get started. So if your tending list is blank like mine and you're already changing the plan when you're not even 10 days in, rather than being focused on each progress bar and unchecked box, remember that discernment comes from being in the word daily and listening and praying to the Lord. As you refresh your goals, no matter what season of life you're in, know that I'm cheering for you. I'm praying that you and your goals stay rooted, rested, and refreshed. Friends, as our time here comes to an end, I want you to know that the resources don't stop here. If you want to check out the Power Sheets Goal Planner, head to livingthechronicillnesslife.com goals. There you will not only find the Power Sheets Goal Planner, but an entire interactive library of free resources called Grace and Goals, which holds blog posts, printable wildcards, downloads, videos, and even some of these episodes right here to help you continue cultivating an intentional life right where you are, no matter how uncertain the season. Whether you're building an intentional life through your daily habits, planting a garden, setting goals, or simply resting well, you can cultivate an intentional life. Head on over to livingthechronicillnesslife.com to access all of these resources.